Hey y'all, welcome back to our super dope podcast, If I'm Here, I'm High. We are your co-hosts, Jayla and Brianna, and we're here, so we're high, and I hope you are too. All right, let's get into it. All right, y'all, for our first segment, we're going to get into a bit of pop culture. Um, For our first topic, we're going to talk about... Big bad Mr. Transphobe Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so, um, as we all know, Dave Chappelle is one of the bigger names in comedy. He's won a Grammy, he's won multiple Emmys, he's had multiple TV shows, things of that nature. Um, he also has recently been spewing a lot of unwarranted hate towards the transgender community Mm -hmm. um if you're not familiar he dropped a special with netflix called the closer that was apparently filled with lots of transphobic jokes and bits and things of that nature um some months ago his alma mater duke ellington school of the arts decided that they wanted to name their theater after him because he donated $100,000. Money talks, people. You can get anything you want with money. I've always believed that money is the root of all evil. Um, and people can get away with being bad people as long as you have enough money. Yeah. Anyway. The naming ceremony was originally supposed to take place in November of 2021, but during the event, dozens of students came together and kind of protested. They were they basically lined up and um, talked about why his uh, special was so inappropriate and so transphobic. And um, Dave Chappelle said that um, this sincerely hurt him, and he said that. Um, every student has something to say about gender, but not art. To that, I say, boo. People love to spew hate and say hateful and nasty things and then say, oh, but it's my freedom of expression. Oh, but it's art. Like, I should be allowed to express my opinion through art. Like, art does not give you an excuse to be an asshole. Sorry, it doesn't. I'm literally speechless right now. Like, it blows my mind that people are praising this. Like, the transgender community is probably one of the, I'd say, defenseless communities. Like, they don't really have many allies. And so, to constantly attack them when they literally don't bother anybody is just really... It's so sick. It just makes you a bully. Like, you're not funny, you're not cool, you're a bully. And it's just like, you're still doing this, really? You're still doing this. Exactly. It's like, like, give it up. Did someone in the trans community hurt you? Are you, like, is there something like, are you projecting right now? What, what is this? Because that's what it feels like. You're weird. (laughs) You're horrible. I don't understand. I don't get it. And that's a crazy thing to say in response. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your art sucks. It's not funny. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> exactly. 
But anyway, he uh, then further defended his special by calling it a masterpiece and claimed that it was unfairly portrayed in the press. What? Yeah. So, um, Monday in D.C. was the, I guess, the new renaming ceremony. <laughs> and so... While in D.C., Chappelle announced that it would no longer be named the Dave Chappelle Theater, but now would be named the Theater of Artistic Freedom and Expression. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. He said he chose to defer the renaming of the theater in order to emphasize the nuance of art and my right, my freedom of artistic expression, which was met with standing... Ovation. He's <sighs> such a fucking bigot. Why? Why do people get to like build careers off of hate? I don't understand. Like that's literally so like cool. A that community so that bothers nobody. Calculated. They just want to live their lives, but are constantly the target of attacks. That was so calculated. I'm in shock. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm tired of people spewing hate and passing off his art, and we're just supposed to act like it's not offensive, and we're supposed to shut up and let people express their opinions. Like, no. Be so we're because he got on the stage and made jokes about it, it's art. Like, he could do that off the stage, and it still wouldn't be funny. I don't understand that logic. No, we're not doing that. And people also, another thing I hate is when people be like, oh, we'll separate the art from the artist. I know that doesn't even really have much to do with that, but it's still, I just feel like that's another stupid-ass thing to say. Because it's like, you're literally putting money in people's pockets. Exactly. You cannot separate art from the artist when these people are benefiting from you separating the art from the artist. Unless you stream your shit illegally, you don't need to be supporting nobody that is a horrible person. Yeah. Anyway, um, Jared Carmichael, who is also a comedian, um, he also happens to be gay, had recently called him out, and I really agree with what he said. He said, when you Google Dave Chappelle's name, all you see is a bunch of anti-trans content and rhetoric, and it's true, like... How have you been a comedian for 25 plus years, but when you look your name up, name up, all you see is articles about all the hate you've been talking, spewing. Literally. Like, you're, why, why do you want to mess up your legacy like this? Like, I've heard more about him in the past year or so since all of this hate he's been spewing than I did in the past maybe five or six years that's true <laughs> like at this point i think you see that this is getting you attention it's getting you sales because people are hateful and nasty and yeah. agree with everything you're saying and you're just you're building on it you're just and that's even worse it's horrible it's so bad it makes me really sad because those the trans community bothers nobody they just want to live their lives like literally Anyway, um, this topic is really going to stress me out. So that is all I have to say. People need to stop being hateful. Just let people live their lives and mind their business. And Dave Chappelle, really?
Kelly, I just wish you would just go back to telling regular funny black people jokes. Just please stop talking about the trans community. Just stop worrying about the LGBTQ period. Like, they don't talk. They don't bother nobody. We don't bother nobody. Honestly. Like, please just be quiet. (laughs) And, like, trans people deserve to be able to live safely and happily. Exactly. Exactly. It's sick. It's it's gross. Very gross. You're nasty. Very nasty. But that is all I have to say on that topic. Um, Jayla? That's all I have to say. I can't. (laughs) All right. All right, y'all. It's time for my topic of the week. (laughs) Um, This just very recently happened. Yesterday, I think. Last night. I'm not exactly sure. Today, I think. I think we were about today, yeah. Okay. This literally happened today, so it's fresh. Normani danced and played the lead in a video for Chris Brown. Boo! The song's called W.E. Warm Embrace. We, whatever. And I don't know. I just, I have a lot of feelings about this, but I'm going to save that until the end. Let me give you guys a little bit of background on Normani. If you're not familiar with her, Normani was a member of the girl group Fifth Harmony. They were on X Factor during the second season. They placed third, I believe. She has released some solo music, a couple collabs. She doesn't have too much music out you might have heard motivation um or ways by black mm-hmm. six lack whatever okay. i still say six lack in my head oh my god or wild side featuring cardi b um yeah i just i think it's really crazy that she was in this fan's video I think black people, especially black women, have allowed, well actually, no, because black men need to be holding each other accountable. So I retract that. Black people have allowed Chris Brown to maintain the spot that he has in the music industry mm-hmm. and literally just overlook and completely just like negate his history of abuse. Like, yeah, it's not just the incident with Rihanna like this is a pattern yeah. even though that was super severe actually yeah I yeah. saw a TikTok of a guy reading the um I don't know if it was like the police report or something mm-hmm. but reading it and just like essentially giving the play-by-play and oh, oh my god with Rihanna yeah yeah oh yeah. my gosh it was, it was crazy horrible it was crazy. Like, literally, she's lucky she's alive. Like, he... I can't even get too deep into that. Yeah. But I just want to emphasize that 
this was not a one-off. People nope. will try to say this was a mistake, you know. Mm-hmm. He won some people back when he did that Michael Jackson tribute at the tw- 2010 BET Awards, you know. I can't believe that he you cried. <laughs> he, like, he cried during Man in the Mirror. He was hysterical. He got really emotional. He won Everyone is always so moved by that. And that just be weak. Like, bro, what are you doing? (laughs) You abuse someone and you're crying (laughs) on national television during a performance. This is a stunt. You threatened to kill her. You punched her black and blue. While driving a car, while operating a motor vehicle. No, that's dangerous. That's that's some crazy shit. That's some crazy <laughs> Y'all, shit. Y'all, he really said fuck both they lives. Like, what? That's got to be some anger for real to want to do that while you're driving. Like, I, okay, but look. So, I know everybody can't be held responsible because not everyone is familiar with his track record. So that's what I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a taste of because I need people to understand. <laughs> I need people to understand oh no, this. Now she's about to give the play by play. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it all because y'all <laughs> when I was researching this, I found so much because stuff. he's horrible. It's like he's assaulted allegedly. Allegedly, because we don't want, you know. Yeah, allegedly. This, this yep. is on the internet. This is allegedly. He allegedly assaulted so many people, y'all. It's it's a list. I have so many bullet points here. So many bullet points. Oh, God, I'm afraid, actually. <laughs> All right, so let's start with the first that we know of. Um, The night before the 2009 Grammys, Chris Brown... Assaulted Rihanna. We already established that he was punching her repeatedly, threatened to kill her. He was driving a car. He pleaded guilty to felony assault, okay? And then he later on violated a restraining order that she had against him when he went to a party that she was at. So he also has a habit of doing that. Yeah. Like yeah. he will they violate do Karuchi, a lot he? of other. Yeah, he did it with Karuchi too. She's up here. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you remember, but he got into an altercation with Frank Ocean. <gasps> I forgot about that. Was that was in 2013. Apparently, he punched him and called him a slur as well. <gasps> I do remember that. Yeah. So, um, let's add homophobe to this. Not surprising at all. No. But, you know. All right. I'm going to try to go through this quickly. Still 2013. Alleged hit and run. Arrested for felony assault in 2013. Pled guilty. Um, 2015, misdemeanor battery case. 2016, allegedly beat a woman and stole her cell phone. God damn. Was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. God No damn. charges were filed. Let's add that. Mm, okay. Still side eye. 2017, allegedly punched a photographer at an event in Tampa. Mm. Mm. Karuchi. They dated on and off from 2011 to 2015. 
Brown allegedly punched Tran in the stomach and pushed her down the stairs <gasps> at some point during their relationship. Oh, my God. She got a restraining order against him in 2017 on some voicemails and messages that he left on her phone that I need to beat the shit out of her. <laughs> One beat time, the shit is in quotes. One time, though. One and time, though, huh? she also claimed that he threatened to kill her. He stalked her after the relationship. Those pictures that people use as memes of Karuchi on the curb and Chris Brown, like, walking up to her, I think they're, like, outside of a club or something. He was stalking her in those photos. Like, he was not supposed those. to be there. He was violating his restraining order, I'm pretty no, sure. Oh, no, that's horrible. But this is the man y'all kate for and call the, the, the next Michael Jackson. What? Like, are you what nuts? are you talking about? <laughs> Take a line of coke and do a backflip, and now you're the next fucking Jackson. <laughs> I don't Listen, understand like, that. Like, I get, I get which that the man got some talent, but y'all really letting talent excuse this? Yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot of talent, but you see in the how world. long it took for them to get R. Kelly because of stuff like this. Because people dismiss stuff like that as long as you are talented, Ooh, I got and have chill. money. Those That's two, so true. those two are a deadly combination. Honestly. Okay, child, I won't even done. <laughs> oh um, God, that's and then horrible. he was commenting on her pictures with her man, Victor Cruz. Oh my! He was commenting God. on the pictures, talking about some upgrade your man. <laughs> da, 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 da. Was talking about his outfit. Was talking about some. You need to style him. Something, 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 something. What? Girl, little girl, you're weird. Oh. Get off girl, her page. Uh, he's weird. No, that's they need so to add strange. social media into restraining orders. And then the orders. fact that he's still like addressing Rihanna, like, okay, even if Rihanna doesn't hate you anymore, you're still just weird. Just leave her alone. Literally, you beat the crap out of her. Just don't address her. Talking about when she had the baby. Talking about some congrats on the baby on his story. Like, like you're a weirdo. Nobody, nobody wants to see this at all. But then his fans just eat it up. They eat it up. And you can't tell them nothing. You could show them documented proof for everything you just said. And they still would be like, mm. well, no, because like, it is, Literally. It's, it's horrible. It's they would say stand, things like Normani said. I can change him. Yeah. Mm, okay. Stands that's, are that's crazy. They are. They'll excuse anything. And sometimes it don't even be stands. Like, like we said, black people. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. And, okay, should I keep going? Yeah. Okay. Because I know it's been a lot so far. That's okay. I just want everyone to hear the person he is. Yeah. And, like, listen, y'all. Before I started learning more about... Well, as I got older, honestly, because when this was happening, I was too young to fully understand the gravity of the situation. Like, yeah. I didn't even know much about domestic violence or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, as I've gotten older and learned more about this, I have not been able to support him. Like, it's it's been crazy. Yeah. I used to love his music, so y'all are not y'all are not slick, like... If I could do it, you could do it too, sweetie. Yep. I feel like a lot of people associate him with a lot of their childhood and just, like, mm -hmm. growing up with his music, and they don't want to let that go. And, like, I'm telling you, sometimes change is good. Being a better person is better than listening to the same song 30,000 times. <laughs> Literally. 
But it's just like people don't realize this is how he's making his money. So if we were to hold him accountable as a large group, that would make some noise. What about you, Alma, say? Is that something you like? Well, well you're never going to get it. it. You're never going to get it. I know you guys are never, never going to do it. I already know. <laughs> so it's not even expected. But, you know, There's like so in a perfect world. There's so much aggression behind that. Because <laughs> why, why even pretend? Why even pretend? I know y'all are not going to do it. Y'all already established it. Well, let me not. tell you. You're y'all are going to write it. Write or die. Write or die. Y'all are right or die. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Beans for brains. <laughs> All right, child, let me continue. 2019. Damn. Detained on aggravated rape and narcotics charges. Ooh. Um, accused of drugging and raping a woman on a yacht in Miami in December of 2020. It was a $20 million lawsuit. The yacht was parked on Diddy's estate. Ooh. They got on the yacht. Um, he gave her a drink, gave her another one. Ooh. She started feeling dizzy Ooh. and dis- disoriented. Ooh, that's and not like. she said that he later... Raped her that night. The next day, he messaged her, apologizing, and asked her to take a plan B. I know there was one case that was dismissed, and like she had retracted the lawsuit or whatever. So I do want to put that out there for one. Now we know why tried to. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's we're just put saying that out there. We're simply talking about the different cases. Yeah. And saying, take this for in all these different cases and these alleged stories. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say stories, but things that allegedly happened. Mm-hmm. And try to think about it a little bit more. Yeah. Obviously, there's a trend. Yeah, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> Not there's everything a lot of can allegations. <laughs> there's a lot of allegations. And it's just why, if someone was truly innocent, why would there be so many? Yep. Why would there be so many? Yeah. I really need you guys to think about this. When y'all hear rumors that a girl has slept with so many people, you believe that, right? Right. Y'all believe that in a second. Hmm. Food for thought. <laughs> um, alright. A battery lawsuit. Oh my god, you were done. No, no. that's nuts. You a- guys, <laughs> you cannot excuse that. <laughs> you a battery lawsuit. From a different woman during the same week in Miami. Wow. She and her friends went to his hotel suite in Miami Beach. She said that he put his fingers in her mouth with a powdery white substance <gasps> in them. She blacked out and woke up hours later in the hotel suite without her phone and her friends. No, he responded nice. to this allegation by saying, I hope you see this pattern. Whenever I'm releasing music or projects, they try to pull some real bullshit. That's what he said. Okay. No, we see the pattern that you're attacking people. Yep. Allegedly. I'm almost done. <laughs> okay. He was accused of hitting a woman in LA in June of 2021. This is so crazy how recent this stuff is. Yeah. Um, I also, okay. There's some other things. 
I want to talk about, well, I want to emphasize the fact that he called Frank Ocean a slur, allegedly. Mm-hmm. That's homophobia right there. Absolutely. And then I also want to bring up his colors remarks and the things oh, yeah. that he's done. Um, apparently, the keeps getting longer and longer, he hates people. dark-skinned women, too. Mm-hmm. I've seen, like, TikTok stories about him, like, refusing to let dark-skinned girls in at the door. Literally refusing to let any in at like events that he's hosting at like clubs and stuff. It's absolutely crazy. Yeah, that's disgusting. Like, are y'all gonna excuse that too? Or do y'all feel the same? Oh. You know those. It's just his preference. How you mad about his preference? What do you think that preference is rooted in? (laughs) Hmm. Like how? Let's think critically. I don't understand that at all. People love to use that excuse. Like, a preference does not mean that anything that has to do with anyone outside of that preference is forbidden. That's not what a preference means. Like, why do you have? Just, I just really want you guys to think about this. Why would you have a preference for a certain skin tone? That's weird. Very strange. That's weird as fuck. You're Where supposed do you to have preferences for things like personality traits. Right. Right. Are they smart? Know. Are they funny? Are they kind? Are they sweet? Exactly. Not are they light-skinned. Strange behavior. It's called colorism, guys. First step is acceptance. <laughs> um, I also want to say... That he's been to rehab twice. He was kicked out for the... He was kicked out of both. Oh, wow. The first time I read that it was for violent behavior. Wow. The second, it didn't say for what. It was Oh, I also want to say that I was using credible sources. And I was researching this topic. <laughs> like, you know, New York Times articles. Not Wikipedia. Period. Okay. We use credible sources around here. Right. You know. So if anybody got something to say, take it up with New York Times. Right. (laughs) So I just wanted to add that in there. It's several things. Several things wrong. Yeah, and Armani really made me sad with this one. Like... It, I was rooting I, for you. I don't understand. We don't were get rooting it. for you. We were all rooting for you. Learn something from this. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, and then the videos that they were posting on Twitter. I can fix him. Like, I can change him, baby. I promise. No man will change, change unless he wants to, and he don't think there's a problem, so he's not going to. Right. And it's like, you, I just don't even understand how you feel comfortable as a woman. First of all, you was in the Savage X Fenty fashion show. Exactly. Exactly. I don't care. Wasn't she in the first one too? Probably. She was in the second, I know for sure. Probably. I think she was, yeah. So you were in both fashion shows. Like, even if the people want to keep using the whole well, Rihanna forgave Chris Brown, Rihanna forgave Chris Brown. I'm the type of person, if I see you do a fucked up thing, even I don't care if that person has forgiven you. Right. I'm going to remember the fucked up thing you did, and I'm going to always remember that about you. Right. It's her right to forgive him. 
he did a horrible thing to her and exactly. she I'm sure she needed to heal from that. Exactly. And in so order to heal, right. she needed to do that in a lot of cases. Right. That is her right to do that. But as a society, we need to hold him accountable for the fucked up thing he did. Yep. What happened to us? And there's been it'd be different if there had been and not even that different. But it'd be different if he that was a one isolated incident. There you just sat there and gave at least fifteen examples. Literally. And one of those being most some of those being as recent as a year ago. Some right. less than. And some of them he pled guilty. So let's let's not act like it was a one and done thing or maybe once or twice ten years ago. No, this is stuff is recent. He is not changed. He's he's not going to change because he's still being rewarded for his behavior. He still has a platform, he still has listeners, he still has followers, he still has fans. Yeah. She said it. It's sad. It's sad. Once again, money and fame, root of all evil. <laughs> Lord. All right. I'm ready to talk about something a little bit more upbeat. Alrighty, that is going to wrap up our pop culture segment. And it's time for our topic of the week. So we spun the wheel and it landed on love languages and healthy relationships. I think the timing is really crazy since just last week we were talking about toxic relationships and situationships. So it kind of worked out perfect. Yeah, it feels like a little series. Yeah, (laughs) it definitely flows. I like that. Yeah. So, since it's our little thing, I'm going to start you guys off with some definitions. So, a love language. My definition for a love language is the way someone likes to express and slash or receive love. I feel like that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Um, healthy relationships. That's the other one. So I think that a healthy relationship is a relationship that adds something to your life and it's full of love, grace, and understanding. Yeah. Yep. I feel like those were pretty good. If I say so myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's hop back up to love languages. There's five. So the first, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. My two love languages that mm, appear the most or are the most prevalent for me are quality time and physical touch. (laughs) That's, that really does it for me. You know, spending time with someone and being able to be physically affectionate. Yeah. That, those are my things. Um, it's been really interesting. I've been having to exercise those other languages a little bit more recently. (laughs) So it's been interesting learning and trying to get better at that. Um, yeah, I've had some difficulty with it, actually. But I also wanted to talk about how sometimes the circumstances that you're in and the way that you grow up can make it difficult for you to actually express love through your love languages. Because a lot of people are raised with parents or by parents that 
don't necessarily have the same love languages as, as them. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the relationship that they have, they may even look down upon certain ones. You know, they might not be willing at all. So a lot of people grow up not really using their love languages the way that they should. And it's not really their fault. I Yeah, I wanted to add that in there. So, yeah, that's my little tidbit about love languages. Um, Yeah. So what do you think about love languages, Brianna? Um, well, my love language, it, well, my top two, they're kind of, well, I took the quiz, they're, they were kind of equal. Um, words of affirmation and um, quality time. Now, I feel like people are always like, why is what we're, I feel like people are always like, why are words of affirmation people's love languages? Like, people can just lie. But oh my God. I feel like you kind of know when someone is just bullshitting you and when someone, like, genuinely think, like, when someone genuinely means the things that they're saying to you. Yeah. Um, and so when people are, like, if someone is bullshitting me, I could tell. And I'm just like, okay, whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Would you say that your intuition is good, though? Um, my intuition, I think, is very good. Well, um, there you go. Not everyone's intuition is good. Yeah. That Pisces moon, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. A lot of times, I can I feel like I'll be predicting shit before it happens. Like, not even trying mm-hmm. to sound crazy. So, um, even a little clairvoyant, you think? If I do say so myself, a lot of times, I just feel like I can feel things, or feel something is going to happen right before it does. And I just be like, hmm, yeah, I caught that. Yeah. Um, but we're not gonna get into that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gifted. <laughs> you so fucking gifted. Call me. Um, that's call me Raven Baxter. Um, cause I see the future. That's so Raven. <laughs> I'll anyway. sing whatever. <laughs> anyway, I uh, do also value quality time. Um, but I also feel like part of that is, like, my ADHD fixation. Like, when I like someone, I kind of get fixated on them because it's, like, a new thing. It's like, ooh, you're a new person. I want to get to know you. I want to spend this time with you. I want to see how we mesh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realize that, like, once I get deeper into things, I can kind of chill on it. Like, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like with some people, it might be the opposite. Like, hmm people take things slow and then spend all their time together but i feel like for me it's like the opposite oh i see what you're saying yeah yeah that's interesting i want to spend all this time with you and then after that it's like i mean yeah we can chill wow see that's so funny That's so funny because you're a Libra and I'm a Taurus, right? <laughs> and anytime <laughs> I would look up Loris and the fucking giggle. Loris. First, did y'all hear me? Loris. <laughs> anytime I would look up Libra and Taurus compatibility, it was never looking too promising when it came to the romance. <laughs> and the fact that you just said what you said, I feel like like those those approaches are so different hours that would not work for me i would be like what the heck i need someone to fan my flame um wait like i have an aries venus okay so 
Wait. I mean, we're I'm talking about astrology. Like... Now I need to explain a little bit. <laughs> okay, very quick. Crash course. Um, so basically, someone's Venus sign that Venus rules love and relationships. My Venus is an Aries. Aries is very passionate. It's fiery. Um, very spontaneous. Very intense. But yeah, essentially, like, my interest in someone is like a flame. You can light it, but you have to keep fanning it. If you let up on the fanning, the flame's going to go out. And once it's out, you're going to have to try to relight the whole flame again with the ashes, child. <laughs> no, that sounds almost impossible. So, if people that's good at fanning the flame, like, you got to keep me interested. You cannot, like... Just start treating me differently and slacking off and not, you know, pertaining to those love languages. Yeah. Because then the flame, the flame gonna go out and the flame be going out. A lot I of feel like low-key, this might be being misinterpreted. When I say we don't have to spend every day together, I just, like, all of my time together, I just mean, like, or when I say, like, I can kind of chill, I mean more like, I don't need to be with you every day. You know, like three times a week is good for me because I also really enjoy my alone time. Um, I really do enjoy just relaxing by myself and being with the the millions and millions of thoughts that I have in my (laughs) head. Um, Now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy company, but I just really value my alone time. And sometimes I start feeling like overwhelmed when I spend a lot of time with with like people at, and have no like alone time for myself so yeah. like when people are like all up under this sniffing other every day every day every day every day i'm like oh i don't know how you do it and i feel like this is something i've recently started to learn about myself um because i feel like in the past i probably could have been different i mean i was mm-hmm. different but i think as i'm growing up i'm valuing my alone time more so it's starting yeah. to change that makes a lot of sense and that's very reasonable yeah. Yeah, alone time is crucial. Absolutely. You gotta love on yourselves, guys. Take that time to be with yourself. Yeah. Replenish from the craziness that is our life. Our life. Our lives. The craziness that is our lives. Yeah. I will say, like, it's been a recent development for me. Like, I think. Having it, a low-key, having it introduced to me is what kind of was like, hmm, I actually like this. Like, hmm. and I also feel like when you don't spend time with your person all the time, it gives you time to miss them. Like, yeah. if you're constantly up in each other's skin, and that works for some people. Um, but I feel like when you're constantly up in each other's skin, it's kind of like, what was it like when we weren't around each other? <laughs> yeah. And, I don't know, sometimes that. It makes me more excited to see a person. I definitely used to be the type of person where it was like, I hope you're not going to see me. I hope you're not going to want to see me a lot because it's not going to happen. <laughs> it was like one time a week, that was enough for me. Oh, Some people will see me, me every now. two one weeks. One time a week is... No, 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 no. Three... I say three to four out of seven days is good. But anyway. See, but this was in the past. Yeah. This I I was I was interesting back then. <laughs> um <laughs> but literally it was like you're not gonna see me often. Now 
recently i have literally seen someone like every single day i've never done that before i didn't know i was capable but it was like wow i genuinely want to see you all the time like it's weird it's really weird yeah very strange guys i also feel like lately i don't know this is might be a bad thing to say but I also feel like lately I find myself like the littlest thing is kind of annoy me. So not to be I feel ache. like low key. So I feel like if I spend too much time with the person, there's just more of an opportunity for, for that to happen. Ache. Oh my god, <laughs> y'all that's sick. She literally is like, she's literally no. It takes the littlest thing to annoy me. I swear to God, it really doesn't take nothing because and. I'm, like I said, I'm, like I said before, I hate to be this person, but the ADHD, like I get frustrated so easily. So like you could make a random noise and you could just be making it mindlessly, and I would be like, "Bro, shut! Like just please stop making that noise!" And like you wouldn't stop, and it would just that would be it for me. Like, oh my god, I don't want to see you because you made that noise. Like see, I was gonna say something like, "You saw his butt crack when he was getting out the car." I've never experienced that. that. Thank God, that would probably give me the ick too. I've never experienced that either. I wouldn't know what to do. Actually, no, I don't think you would give me the ick. I'd be like, I think I would laugh my ass off. Oh, your pants up. And I would probably joke them crack. about it forever. But yeah. I don't think it would give me the ick. Well, actually, it would depend on when it happened. If I already <laughs> like you and it happened, then I might be like, okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. put your pants up. But hey, if I don't like you and your butt hurt now, I'm going to be like, bro, what? <laughs> You're not seeing me again. Sorry. <laughs> Bro. No, she's funny as hell for that. I'm so oh serious, my God. though. I'm so serious. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all be laughing, but I'll be serious. Okay, so... Yeah, my uh, love languages are quality time and words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is the one, though. Like, you say the right thing to me, and I am yours. And <laughs> that low-key might be bad. That might make me gullible. But like I said, I feel like I have good intuition. I feel like a lot of times I can kind of feel when people are about to start on, like, BS. Um, so I'm very good at, like, calling out or, like, figuring out when what they're saying is real or not yeah um so why are love languages important so according to HuffPost love languages give you the communication to explain what's most important to meet your emotional needs and also the insights to figure out what's important to your partner so you can best meet their emotional needs um I feel like it's important to use love languages so you can feel fulfilled in your relationships. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't even realize that they have love languages. Yeah. People kind of just do, like, the traditional things you see in relationships, and then they're still kind of like, well, what's missing? Like, Right. Well, maybe you need to start exploring to other, each other. Yeah, exploring your options, like figuring out what is the problem. Love languages probably aren't being met. I feel like a lot of people think it's BS, um, and it's really not. Like I find that when my words, when my love languages are being met, I feel very secure, 
in um, my relationships or whatever. Um, and I think that would help a lot of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel a lot more secure in my relationships when my love languages are being met. Yeah. And I honestly, I've realized that I just can't do it with people who are not willing to like participate in them. Yeah. I, you know, doesn't get such a quality time, like I said. Anytime where I've dealt with someone and they were like not physically affectionate, I struggled. I was like, I just cannot tell how they feel right now. I'm like, do you even like me? Yeah. Because for me, being physically affectionate is how I show my love. And then even receiving it, I like that as well. So if I'm not receiving it, I'm like questioning if you even like me. Yeah, I feel like it's also another good thing to note that people need to realize that loving people in your love language is not the same as loving people in their love language. Because right. if your words of, if your love language is words of affirmation and they're this quality time and you tell them how beautiful and how much you like them, but you see them once every two weeks, that don't mean nothing to them. Like right. like cool, you think I'm pretty but you don't want to see me. Exactly. So the best bet is just appeal to both. Yeah. Express the love how you want to express it, but also express it how they need to see it. Exactly. And sometimes people's love languages change. Um, so I feel like people need to be open to that too. Right. Um, also, I feel like people shit on like receiving gifts as a love language because it like sounds materialistic, but I feel like it's low key cute. Like, because when people say receiving gifts as their love language, they don't mean I need you to buy me a Gucci purse and uh, I need you to pay for me to get my nails done. Right. Like, I mean, that's nice and stuff, but I feel like a lot of cases people mean like you pick up something small that reminded you of me. Like, right. Something thoughtful. Exactly. Like, oh, I picked up your favorite ice cream from the grocery store yeah like it doesn't have to be huge things people are just so dramatic it's so fucking annoying now if someone (laughs) is really into like fashion or something and you got money and you and you buying purses yeah that would make sense yeah absolutely if somebody really into their maintenance days and you paying for the bundles and for the hair appointment then boo 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 then good job yeah you know I'm not saying those aren't on the table. I'm just saying. I'm saying receiving gifts is all about appealing to your partner. Boom. Exactly. Buy them things or gift them with things that you know that they're going to enjoy. That's where the thoughtfulness comes in. Exactly. It's not just the traditional, oh, I got you some roses because men are supposed to buy women roses. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, that's boring. What if she likes lilies? What if she likes hydrangeas? (laughs) I like hydrangeas, by the way. The, the saddest part about that is most women are just going to settle because, oh, most men don't even buy women flowers. So. Right. Exactly. That's another thing. People need to raise the bar. Like, and you know, my therapist says, you're not only are you supposed to raise the bar, but you're supposed to consistently raise the bar. Don't let people get comfortable in right. what you allow. Like, the farther things progress, keep raising the bar because if this person wants a place in your life, they're going to have to keep proving that they deserve a place in your life. That is the thing. People find that place, they get comfortable, and then they start uh, yeah. falling off. They start doing what they want to do. 
Like, no, you you got the spot, but now keep the spot, okay? This contract is up for renewal, okay? Right. <laughs> this is it's not, not a permanent. It's not a lifetime thing. warranty. Okay. Um, it's actually really sad. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. And that's why a lot of relationships fail, because people get comfortable. Yeah. Like, keep keep the spark alive, guys. Absolutely. Keep the spark alive. Alright, that is all I have to say on the topic of um, love languages. Is there anything you need to say? No, I think we covered it. Alrighty. Um, so we also wanted to talk a little bit about healthy relationships. You know, balance it out with last week's topic. Mm-hmm. Um, seems that we're going to do. <laughs> so, like I said, it adds to your life. Full of love, understanding, all that goodness. Happiness and rainbows. <laughs> um, so I wanted to name a few things that I would need or that I believe would come with a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. For me, these might not be for you. I don't know. I think these are pretty fundamental. Mm. But everyone is different. Everyone has different things that are important to them. So these are the things that are important to me. Communication. I'm real big on communication. Mm -hmm. And when I say that, I don't mean that I'm great at it. I don't mean that I'm perfect (laughs) at it. Because communicating is really hard. Communicating your feelings, communicating your needs, communicating your boundaries is really difficult. And I struggle with it all the time. Heavy on the boundaries. (laughs) Don't get me started on those. It's so, so hard. So I still struggle and I still find times where I don't communicate the way that I need to, mm-hmm. but I still really value it. And I, I would say that I've gotten a lot better at my communication skills. I also have a Gemini Mercury. <laughs> Mercury rules communication. Um, Gemini is, well, yeah, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So it's right at home there. If that makes sense. Um, so communication is really important to me because of that as well. Or it just makes sense, essentially. Um, so yeah, communication, really important. Open, honest. It's good. Let's, let's do that. No screaming. Let's talk. Let's, let's try to think about it from each point of view. I can't stand a motherfucker that wants to yell at you. If you have to yell to get a point across... Mm-mm. Then one, you suck at communicating, like, and two, you need to grow up. That's not a conversation. Like nope. screaming and like yelling. My parent, even the parents shouldn't be yelling at their children either. But that's for another day. Right. <laughs> hey. Um. <laughs> so. But yeah, people be talking to their partners like they their kids. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like y'all are both so, adults. Let's talk respect. like it. Let's speak like it. Let's figure out the issue like adults. Yeah. It's a respect thing. Absolutely. Um, another thing that I think is really important is working together to solve a problem instead of working against each other. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people, when they think about disagreements with their partners, it's like, it's about winning. It's about, I'm right, you're wrong, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. When really, y'all, like, work together to solve the issue. Work together to find a happy medium, to compromise, whatever. 
whatever it is that is going to resolve the issue because I mean I'm hoping that you're wanting to stay together and be happy <laughs> so that's a much better alternative you know? it's you two versus the issue not you versus each other exactly making time for each other is also really important like I said quality time is a physical it's a mm, quality time is a love language of mine <laughs> and so that's really important for me when people don't make time for me or they're not able to make time for me, a lot of the times I can feel neglected. So that's really, really important. Yeah, it, that's what makes long distance hard for me, I think. That's one of the things because you're not able to see each other. Yeah, so that they makes definitely sense. be pulling on the heartstrings. <laughs> um, but anyway. Another one is being open-minded. And the last one is a not. It's not something you should be. It's something you shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I said not being possessive or jealous. Yeah, that's not a good look. I know. I know, guys. I know, guys. <laughs> Listen, I know that we think it's cute. And it means, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he loved me. He loved me. He don't want. He don't want nobody. He don't want nobody to talk to me. Meanwhile, he probably dumping, dumping his balls at every bitch. Oh in wow! <laughs> Dump? That's crazy. That's real crazy, Rihanna. <laughs> she caught me off guard. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> Honestly, I caught myself off guard. I was not even wow. expecting that to come out of my mouth. Like dumping them? Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so sorry to the listeners. That was crazy. Anyway, okay, scratch wait. record. Insert scratch record here. Um. Shit, what was I talking about? <laughs> Not being possessive or jealous. I know that, you know, being toxic is cute, whatever. Being possessive, my man, my man, my man. Don't talk to nobody else. Don't talk to no girls. Boo, 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 boo. Or he don't want no niggas talking to me. Da, 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 da. That was so heteronormative. I'm sorry. But I know that we're being conditioned to think that it's cute. It's not. At all. You should be free to talk to who you please as long as you're not crossing the boundaries you guys have set for your relationship. No. Like, you don't you don't own anybody. They don't own you. You know. Very true. And when people are acting like you're getting caught for something and they're meeting you with anger, that's not good. Nope. That's very, not a good very red flag. Yeah. Neon red, sparkling glitter. It has freaking, um, what are those things called? Flares. It has flares <laughs> around it. <laughs> it got flares shooting out the top. The reddish. Shoot, we got fireworks red. shooting out the top. <laughs> it yeah. is right in the sky. Yeah, it's. Red flag. Scary. All right, so my signs of a 
healthy relationship would be that trust is at the center of the relationship. Like I said last week, I'm not doing the whole going through your phone. I'm not doing the whole blowing your phone, asking where you're at. I'm past that point in my life. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be able to trust that you are not being a whore. I want to be able to trust that you are doing right by me. And I just don't have it in me to act like a psycho behind anybody anymore. <laughs> um, so yeah, need trust. Um, another sign of a healthy relationship would be that you're not afraid to speak up. Um, yeah, I feel like in past situations I have been so afraid of disturbing the peace that was barely ever there that I wouldn't want to express how I was feeling about something. Mm-hmm. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, I think I think a lot of people um, kind of give up their own needs and kind of give up expressing their feelings in, in, in an effort to keep things peaceful and pe- think, keep things calm. And no one deserves to go through that in a relationship. No. Um, so, yeah. Um, I think it's also very important to admire the love languages like we talked about earlier. Those are a very good way to show that you are... That you care about your partner's needs and their wants and making them feel appreciated and loved. Exactly. Um, Yeah. I also think, uh, for me, it's important to be able to agree to disagree. Um, I feel like a lot of times, like you said, people are so concerned with being right and proving a point that it becomes a bigger issue than it even needs to be. But people should be allowed to, unless it's like some major shit, people should be allowed to be like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to come to agreement on this topic. Let's leave it alone. Yeah. Um, y'all should be able to, like, I feel like we need to stress that healthy relationships do not mean that you do not argue. That's not what that means. It means that you guys can fix the issue in a healthy manner and can attack the issue together rather than attack each other. And I also want to add that a part of that is not getting nasty with each other when you are having a little spat. Yeah. A lot of people get really nasty with their partners when they're arguing. Yep. And then will make up later. Like, that's still not okay. Nope. Start name calling and and saying a bunch of crazy shit. Um, I can't lie, I have been guilty of that. And I have always been very upfront about the fact that sometimes when I'm pushed to the limit, my mouth can get a little reckless. But I will say that um, I will quickly call myself out on it and that's good. apologize for that. So that's, I feel like people also feel like they don't want to acknowledge when they make mistakes like nobody's perfect be willing to acknowledge where you fuck up be willing to acknowledge where you um are slacking you know nobody's perfect everyone is a work in progress period period get it together (laughs) i don't think it was close enough (laughs) all right c for effort (laughs) 
C for trying. We'll spell it C-H. Thank you. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, boundaries. Boundaries are so important. Um, my therapist says that we love better when we have boundaries, and that is so true. Because if you have boundaries, then you are able to respect yourself. And if you can respect yourself, then you can respect your partner and your relationship. And who doesn't want that? Nobody. Exactly. Um, you, uh, boundaries. I saw this post on Instagram that really I thought was beautiful. And it said, boundaries are how I love you and me at the same time. And mm. I thought that was fucking beautiful because it's so that. true. Like, if I'm letting you walk all over me, I'm going to start feeling like shit. You're going to be able to tell that I feel like shit, and the relationship is just going to go downhill. Right. Um, even though you shouldn't be walking over nobody, even if they don't have a boundaries. That's just being a right. good person. Right. Let's start there. <laughs> but anyway, having those boundaries is important, and it protects you from even getting into a toxic situation. Um, I'm working on that. That is very hard. For me, because I'm a people pleaser. I hate to admit it, but I am a people mm. pleaser. Um, I love to make people happy. I hate confrontation. And so that reflects. Sometimes it's hard for me to put up those boundaries. But therapy, I'm working on it, you know? Um, <laughs> round of applause. Round of yes, applause. we love that. We love therapy. Um, but yeah, um, I think those are probably... Oh, last thing. Have a life outside of your relationship. I think that's a very important thing for me because I, like I said, I, I fixate on people. And if I make you my whole world and then it ends, boom, I'm destroyed. <laughs> yeah. So I think, and I think even if you like don't look at it from my perspective, it's just important to have a life outside of yourself because if that ends, you kind of have to figure out who you are all over again. But right. if you keep time for yourself and you live your life outside of your relationship, it kind of makes that process back easier. That. Exactly. Yeah, you have resources you can rely on. Exactly. You don't exactly. want to get in a relationship and now you done neglected your friends because mm-hmm. you too worried about yo, Ooh, you see that a lot boo. and then now y'all breaking up and you run into your friends and they looking at you crazy like we haven't heard from you in how long yes because people love to do that yeah they to really do, that. do i'm sorry i'm not one of those friends you can just neglect and then pop up when you need some help yeah Unfortunately, like I said, I'm a people pleaser, so I probably will welcome you back. But you still shouldn't do that to your friends. Now, I, unless it's one of those friendships where it's like we can we go some time without speaking, we just pick up where we left off. Then that's where that would be appropriate. If it was like we supposed to be real close and we talk all the time, and you get a man and or you get a something and. <laughs> Now you acting funny? What? Yeah, that's that wild. shit boils my blood. Yep. And I don't even want to hear when when it happens to you, you'll understand. No, sorry, because <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, do it. I've never been the type to abandon my friends for a significant other. Like I like my friends. I'd be going to see them, so. Um, Fact exactly. Like the time that you spend. Shit, with your I'd be in love with my friends. Uh, okay, you get. <laughs> I don't even. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Stumbling. Mm, indicative. 
But, I hate this girl. I hate her. <laughs> in all seriousness, the time that you spend with your significant other and the time that you spend with your friends is very different. So it's like, don't you want to experience something different? Yeah. Yep. I think a lot of people have a lot of attachment issues that they haven't even realized. Mm. And I think that plays a big part in it. Um, people need to have a life outside of their partners because you are going to lose yourself. I promise. I promise yeah. you are. Um, and in a lot of cases, people break up. <laughs> Most people break up. So when that time comes, it's going to be hell. Yeah, what you going to do then? Then it's Ooh. just you. And like the best way to the best way I feel like I'm we're saying you should spend you should have a life outside of it of a relationship. But the best ways to do that would be to like spend time with yourself. Like pick up still pick up hobbies and take yourself out on take yourself out on dates. Like stuff like that. Like right. you wanna spend still be alone. able to spend time with yourself and then obviously hang out with your friends. Just don't lose, don't engulf yourself and become your relationship. Yeah. Still cultivate your other relationships, and that includes yourself, your friends, and your family. Period. Not just your significant other. Okay, Miss Cultivate, Miss <laughs> SAT words. I had to wrap it up real nice with a pretty little bow. <laughs> um, okay, um, we talked about last week about the effects of a toxic relationship. I found some really cool effects of a healthy relationship. Really? Yeah. Let's see. So, obviously, this is probably an obvious one, but they can give you confidence. Like, if you are being held properly and healthily loved, I don't even know if that's the word, healthily? I think it is, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're being properly loved, you feel good. Like, mm-hmm. um, that really does play a part in your confidence and how you feel about yourself. Um, obviously, you shouldn't define how you feel about yourself. But it can add to it. Um, so, yeah, it can give you confidence. It can decrease stress. Mm-hmm. Having that person there that can kind of help you feel better in, help in stressful situations and just make you feel better about life. Like, um, So, yeah, it can help decrease stress. Um, studies show that they can lead to a longer life because they can lower your blood pressure, they can strengthen your immune system, and you're less likely to have physical and mental health issues. Really? Yes. Wow. So let's make it a mission to be healthy people. Like, wow. lengthen your lifespan. Stop killing people. I told y'all last week, don't die for these niggas, okay? No, because they not doing nothing for you. Listen to this list. <laughs> like... Healthy is beautiful. Let's make that cool. We need to find a rapper that's rapping about healthy relationships. Right. Instead of, I hate you. I hate you too. I hate you. What the heck? I'm sorry. Like, you know. This shit is being glorified. Stans, don't come for me. I'm sick of it. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) This shit is being glorified and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. We need to make healthy cool. Let's be healthy. Let's feed each other's love languages and go on trips and explore the world <laughs> together and just be happy and don't no, cheat and be okay Let's go to Greece. Exactly. Let's go to the caves. Let's go swim in the blue ocean. Like and eat pasta. I feel like people don't people underestimate how nice a good relationship is. Hmm. Yeah, y'all are obsessed with being. Or I shouldn't say y'all. People are obsessed with being 
toxic. It's weird. It's strange. Y'all like being mad and angry at bitches? Why? <laughs> Literally, like, why? Are you gay? Ooh. Do you like men? Do you say, girl, you like your own boy? Oh my gosh. Let's do some digging here. Hmm. <laughs> Shoot, I think they just hate women. <laughs> yeah. That's All right. Yeah. Uh, that is going to wrap up our topic of the week. We are going to take a little break and come back with Jayla's Jams. Yay! Alright guys, it's time for Jayla's Jams. Um, so, this week I decided to highlight an artist, same as last week. This is an artist that I found out of. Mm. This is an artist that I found out about. I want to say within the past two years. Yeah. Her name is Alex Isley. So you hear the last name. I'm sure you think of the Isley brothers. Um, Ernie Isley is her dad. So yeah, that's one of the brothers from the Isley brothers. Um, She grew up in... New Jersey. She studied jazz at UCLA. Her music is very... It's definitely R&B, I would say. But it's very gentle. It's very sultry and soulful. Mm-hmm. And warm. Yeah, it's very warm. Um, her voice is very, like, soothing and delicate, almost. But still soulful and warm and, and at the same time. Yeah, she reminded me of her. Um, Jayla was playing her music for me, and um, she remind if you've heard hers first EP, um, it definitely was giving that. Um, so very good, very definitely soulful. Yeah, that old her when she first like was making music. That's that's top tier. Yes, absolutely. Um, but anyway, she just <laughs> dropped an album in 2022 called Marigold. Um, some of my favorite songs off of that album are Love Again, Square Zero, Under the Moon, On and On, and Still Wonder. It was really good. It was a collab album with Jack Dine. Um, they've done some other collabs in the past. One of them being Good and Plenty, Lucky Day, and Masego are also on that song. Um... I have a lot of songs that I like by Alex Isley, actually. Into Orbit, Set in Stone, Gone, and Mine, which are also collabs with Jack Dine, too. So, yeah. Give her a listen. She's super talented. Her music is is amazing. Um, yeah. So that's Jayla's Jams. Alex Isley. Yes, and Jayla is going to... Well, Jayla has already updated the playlist yeah. with some songs by her, so that's in our link tree, so please check that out. Yes, it'll be up there on our Instagram in the bio. Click the link. <laughs> it's all separated nice and pretty for you guys now. Boom, so you ain't got no excuses. Right. You know you want to <laughs> hear my music, Jayce. You know you want to hear it. All right, for our next segment, we're going to get into our strain of the week. Um, This week's strain is whipped cream. 
Um, it is a indica dominant hybrid, so it's 60% indica, 40% sativa. It's got a range of 18 to 20% THC. Mm. Yeah, it um is created through crossing um, mammoth and blue cheese. Um, those are two strains. Um, it packs a sweet and creamy flavor with a lightly spicy exhale. Um, a, people reported a body high. They said it was calming, left them feeling hungry and relaxing and sleepy. Um, people said it helped with their insomnia, stress, and anxiety. Hmm. Uh, personally, I do definitely feel sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell y'all this every week, don't matter what the strain is, I want to go to sleep when I'm high. That's just, that's how <laughs> it's going to go anytime. But yeah, definitely feeling it here. Um, uh, I do feel the body, I did feel the body high. Um, and definitely feeling calm. Yeah, I feel very relaxed. Definitely sleepy. Um, I would have the munchies if I had some of the munchies, but I don't. <laughs> so... Yeah. I like it, though. It it feels pretty good. Yeah. I do, too. Ready to smoke the other one? <laughs> yeah, you guys. We had to start. <laughs> so, me and Jayla usually smoke two blunts between each other. Yeah. Um, We had to start smoking one and then record and then smoke the other because we would get too high and be too sleepy. First of all, she's being nice. It would be me. (laughs) I was too sleepy. I would be falling asleep trying to record these episodes, y'all. I would just be so tired. So I'm really glad that we started doing that. Very effective. And it gives you something to look forward to after you record. Exactly. It's like a reward. Boom. As a treat. <laughs> All right. So yeah, whipped cream. I give it a solid eight out of ten. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right. Cool. So that's our strain of the week, guys. All right, you guys. It is now time for our watch of the week. So this week we've got another TV show. Unfortunately, it I haven't had time to watch a movie. I feel like the episode recordings we've kind of crammed together. Not crammed together, but we've kind of done them back to back. So I haven't really had time to do that. So I'm going to highlight a show that I really loved. Um, I watched a while ago. I'm just going to highlight that. Um, So this week's Watch of the Week is Sex Lives with College Girls. Um, It Mm. is an HBO show. It premiered in November of 2021. It only has one season as of right now, but it has been renewed for a second season. I'm going to give you guys a brief synopsis. So, Sex Lives of College Girls. The Sex Lives of College Girls follows four first-year roommates, Bella, Layton, Kimberly, and Whitney. Each young woman must navigate the challenge of forging a new post-high school identity and separating from parents and hometowns. Um, Bella is played by Amrit Kaur. I'm so sorry if I said her name wrong. I probably did. Um, Layton is played by Renee Rapp, who can also sing her ass off. Yeah. Um, I love her. Um, Whitney is played by Aaliyah Chanel Scott. And Kimberly is played by Pauline Chalamet, who happens to be the sister of Timothy Chalamet. Timothy, I love you. <laughs> Shout out to you, Timothy. 
Um, my favorite parts about this show um, was probably the fact that I felt like I was actually watching college students. Like, I feel like TV's very good at dramatizing school. Hmm. Um, but it felt real. Like, it didn't feel like it was being over-dramatized. It didn't feel like, like oh, this is so produced. Like... I mean, well, it's a TV show, so obviously it's produced. But but they were going through real realistic shit. problems. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was genuinely laugh out loud funny. Like I rewatched that show so many times and still laughed in so many different scenes. Like that show is genuinely so funny. Hilarious. Mindy Callen can write a show. Kayling, how do you say your last name? I Kayling. I'm I'm not sure. That lady can write her ass off, like, between Never Have I Ever, and she was a writer on The Office, and she had this, this is her show, Sex Lives of College Girls, so, yeah, she be in her bag. Um, Because Never Have I Ever is hilarious, too. I love Never Have I Ever. Oh, my God, it's getting one last and final season. I'm so Mm. sad. Yeah, I mean, it's about okay. time. It makes sense, but it's still like three oh. seasons. That's that's all right. Yeah, it is. It is. I had a good run. Um, but I also loved that it was lighthearted, but still like touched on important things. Like they talked about, like Leighton struggling with her sexuality. If you haven't watched it, this is kind of a spoiler alert. So if you plan to watch, if you plan to well, watch, it's too it, late now. <laughs> They're already spoiled. <laughs> okay, I'm so sorry. Um. Well, anyway, I already started, so... Wow. <laughs> um, it was uh, nice to see Layton talk like talk about the struggles with her sexuality and then mm-hmm. the the sexual harassment stuff. Like, that's just real. Um, I feel like a lot of people... College is oh, the times where a lot of people get to really explore their sexualities and really figure out who they are. So, I really liked that. I feel like that's really real. Yeah. Um, Me too. Every person that I've told to watch has thoroughly enjoyed it. So check it out. Um, it's so good. I love it. Um, if I'm giving it a rating, I'm giving it a 4.5 out of 5 stars. Only because Nico is leaving the show. So it's no. like, damn, what are y'all going to do with that storyline? I'm pissed about that. So they lost 0.5 stars for me. Yes, we need to see that resolved. I'm so hurt about that, but what can you do? Anyway, despite that, check it out. Um, I also have an IMDb list um, that is in the link tree. Every week I update it with my Watch of the Week, so every TV show or movie that is um, for the Watch of the Week will be up there. Um, Like I said, it's in the link tree, so be sure to check that out. I just want to say that I think it's weird that you do your ratings out of five stars instead of ten. (laughs) <laughs> why i feel like it's so hard to 10 is such a vast number there's so many yeah, things it gives you, you can... more numbers to use but i don't know so i, I feel like there'd, there'd be a big <laughs> difference between a three and a four and a four and a five <laughs> a week i guess i never really thought about it like that imdb does it 10 stars too yeah. so maybe okay starting now i will do 10 stars i will oh, give well, it Dang. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you change the whole thing. No, it's okay. It, room for improvement. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. So if I had to rate it out of 10 stars, I would give it a 8.5 out of 10 stars. I was going to say a solid 9. So, yeah. So, yeah. Solid show. Um, really solid. I don't like to give shows too much because I always love to see improvement. 
Um, I'm hoping season two is going to be even better. Um, but she's never, Mindy Calling hasn't disappointed me yet, so. Mm. But That's yeah, that is going to wrap up my watch of the week. All right, you guys, it is now time for our question of the week segment, our last and final segment. Um, this episode has gone on way longer than it needed to, so we're just going to do one quick question. That question being, Graba or no Graba? I will answer first, Graba. Um, I just, re- I haven't always used it. I just recently started using it, honestly. Um, but I think I'm going to stop because I kind of just want to just smoke the weed. <laughs> mm. I feel like head highs are cool and all, but I'm just probably just Probably just going to start going back to a normal, regular high. What about you, Jayla? I feel like it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Because like you said, they're different. It adds that little up there element. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it depends on what kind of mood you're in. If you want to feel a little floaty, <laughs> then add some gravel. Yeah. But if you want to feel a little, a little bit more grounded, <laughs> I had that then so funny. don't add the gravel. <laughs> So, yeah, it definitely depends for me. All right. Yeah, she usually smokes it with me. (laughs) I don't even think she realized it for a while. I didn't. And I definitely, (laughs) I, anything that I rolled definitely didn't have grab in it. It might have had some keef in it, but that's about it. All right. Well, that was short and sweet. Uh, That is going to wrap up our question of the week. All right, you guys, that is going to wrap up our third episode of our Super Dope Podcast. If I'm here, I'm high. I hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Um, We are always working to improve this for you guys. So I hope you guys are enjoying this every week. Um, Be sure to check out our link tree in our Instagram and Twitter bio. Our Instagram and Twitter is if I'm here, I'm high. You can find all of our other socials in that link tree. Um, Jayla, like she said, will update her playlist and my IMDB list is on the link tree as well. Um, anything you want to say, Jayla? Um, I just want to say follow us on Instagram. We had a little mishap with our followers (laughs) today on account of me. It's okay. Shit happens. Right. But follow us up there. We'll do some updates. We'll post some question boxes. If you guys have anything you want to add. Anything you think we could do to make this better? Yeah. Um, a question that you might want to ask us, something to do with the topic of the week, anything. Yeah. So be on the lookout for those question boxes too. Yep. Um, we really hope you guys are enjoying this because um, we like doing this for you guys. Yeah. Um, and for us, it's just a nice, fun outlet. So yeah, um, thank you guys for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.